Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that this finds you and your family doing well today. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. This is the next installment in my series entitled, Why Are Charismatics So Weird? And today we will be looking at Sean Boltz of Sean Bowles, I think pronounces it Bowles, but Sean Bowles Ministries. And uh, let me say just real quickly, you notice I have a different background today. It's because I am on the road. Kathy and I are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm preaching at Grace Community Church uh, this past Sunday and this coming up Sunday as of this recording, which would be August 21st. But at any rate, so that's uh, we are staying with Susan Heck, and um, so uh, that's the diff- that's the explanation for the different background. But uh, many of you have heard me speak of Doug Heck. Uh, Doug was Susan's husband and was a pastor of Grace Community Church here in Broken Arrow uh, before he passed away. In fact, uh, that is, whoops, that's there's a picture of Doug on the wall. So anyway, <laughs> we miss him. Great, great guy. But uh, at any rate, back to the subject matter at hand. So Sean. Bowles is a self-proclaimed prophet. He is um, basically NAR and uh, is, is a, a proven false prophet over and over and over. I've mentioned him in some of my previous videos, but uh, he has a whole ministry now that is basically uh, geared around teaching people for a price how they can hear the voice of God as accurately as he does not hear the voice of God. But uh, watch this video. This is just kind of brief, but I'll play the video and then we will. I'll uh, go back through it with a little bit of commentary. But this is a video that he posted on August seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. Watch this from Sean Bowles. And what was God's dream over Disney? Because we have to ask that over these big corporations, Tesla and Disney and Apple. What are God's dreams before man's dreams? And then how do we as Christians become missionaries to God's dreams within the company to influence and affect the culture of the company? And some of those very people who were in those meetings became like gatekeepers to shut the gates of hell and keep things out. Like one of my friends at Disney was one of the ones who kept Elsa from becoming a lesbian in the Frozen 2 movie. They were going to make her a lesbian. And she was one of the gatekeepers to say, that is not in line with her story of who she is. We didn't start her that way. She does not need to coming out. We're going to be isolating our core family uh, audience from that. And she kept that door closed. Thank God for Elsa. And I'm believing that there's other believers who also kept many doors closed. But there's also believers who are called to open the doors there in Disney and other places. And this is a result, I believe, of Christians who've been praying into this company because God's not done with Disney yet, but it needs to change. It needs to transform. What are God's dreams over Disney and Tesla and Apple and all these other corporations? Did you know that God dreamed over these corporations? I didn't either. News to me. But uh, let's watch this again and let's break it down just a little bit. And what was God's dream over Disney? Because we have to ask that over these big corporations, Tesla and Disney and Apple. Okay, dear ones, you might notice I am in a new location with a new shirt. That's because I had uh, some rabbits jump up, and before I knew it, it was uh, bedtime. And so I'm actually in the same house, just a different room, different day, and therefore a different shirt. So at any rate, back to Sean Bowles, 
who tells us that we have to ask the question about what God dreams over these corporations. Says whom? Who tells me I have to ask the question about what God dreams over corporations? I don't see anything about that in the Bible. Nothing in the Bible tells me that I have to ask the question about what God dreams about anything, much less Disney. What are God's dreams before man's dreams? And then how do we as Christians become missionaries to God's dreams? Wait, wait, wait. Did he say we have to be a missionary to God's dreams? What does that even mean? A missionary to God's dreams. How do I become a missionary to God's dreams? The Bible says absolutely nothing about anyone becoming a missionary to God's dreams. It does say something about becoming a missionary to the world. Uh, The Great Commission, Matthew chapter 28, when Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to keep all that I commanded you, and behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So, I don't even know what he's talking about. A missionary to God's dreams. You got me. Within the company to influence and affect the culture of the company. Influence the culture of the company? Become a missionary to God's dreams so I can influence the culture of the company. Again, chapter and verse, please. Some of those very people who were in those meetings became like gatekeepers to shut the gates of hell and keep things out. Like one of my friends at Disney was one of the ones who kept Elsa from becoming a lesbian in the Frozen 2 movie. They were going to make her a lesbian, and she was one of the gatekeepers to say, that is not in line with her story and who she is. We didn't start her that way. She does not need to coming out. We're going to be isolating our core family uh, audience from that. And she kept that door closed. Thank God for Elsa. So, apparently Sean Bowles has a friend at Disney, and uh, he or she was somehow influential in preventing Elsa from coming out as a full-blown lesbian in the Frozen 2 movie, which I had to Google this, but came out in 2019. And so I guess that's some um, victory in the culture wars that is a result of being a missionary to God's dreams. Small consolation when you remember that Disney is notoriously one of the most LGBTQ whatever friendly companies there is out there. Um, They were celebrating homosexuality before celebrating homosexuality became in vogue. They have had gay days at Disney World since 1991, since the Bush Sr administration, the Persian Gulf War, the first one. (laughs) So this goes way back, way back. And um, Disney has made big headlines just in the last few months in their outspoken critique of the so-called don't say gay bill that Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, signed into law. In fact, this bill that is now a law, doesn't even have the word gay in it. It simply prevents and prohibits teachers from promoting any kind of uh, gender orientation, sexual orientation, any kind of discussion about such matters for very young children, Uh, very young children. And this only applies up to the third grade. I think it should apply all throughout school. I don't think that law went nearly far enough. 
And so Disney came out strongly opposed to this. In fact, this is a statement from the Walt Disney Company on the signing of this legislation. Florida's HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, should never have passed and should never have been signed into law. Our goal as a company is for this law to be repealed by the legislature or struck down in the courts, and we remain committed to supporting the national and state organizations working to achieve that. We are dedicated to standing up for the rights and safety of LGBTQ plus members of the Disney family, as well as the LGBTQ plus community in Florida and across the country. Uh, Disney is all aboard for promoting every kind of sexual deviancy there is. They want their characters to become more inclusive and gender affirming and whatever all that is. In fact, uh, they want, I think, half of their characters from this point forward to be homosexual. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, It's crazy to think that Sean Bowles is claiming some kind of victory because Elsa didn't come out as a full-blown lesbian and i'm believing that there's other believers who also kept many doors closed but there's also believers who are called to open the doors there in disney and other places and this is a result i believe of christians who've been praying to this company wait did he say christians who've been praying to this company and this is a result i believe of christians who've been praying to this company yep he did say that praying to the company now I'll let that slide. Probably just a slip of the tongue, a Joe Biden moment of being inarticulate, but uh, whatever. Because God's not done with Disney yet, but it needs to change. It needs to transform. Well, that was the end of that short little video, and I thought I would just break it down for you a little bit. Uh, Just bizarre, and as the title of this series suggests, just downright weird. But in conclusion, dear ones, God doesn't dream. He doesn't hope to do anything. He doesn't wish for anything. He doesn't hope that a a certain outcome will come to pass, and he's just not sure yet how it's all going to shake out, but he hopes it goes the way that he wants to. No, God doesn't try to do anything. He just does things. Isaiah chapter 46, verses 9 through 10, God speaking. For I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no one like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things which have not been done, saying, My counsel will be established, and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Dear friends, God doesn't try, He just does. His counsel will be established, and He will accomplish all His good pleasure. What's that, Yoda? Oh, you want a word? Hey, folks, Yoda wants a word. Always with you, what cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. You must unlearn what you have learned. Anyone who thinks God tries or has dreams, you must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. God either does or he does not. There is no try with God. 
It's pretty bad when Yoda has better theology than a professing Christian. We'll close with this verse. Jeremiah 23, 32, God speaking. Behold, I am against those who have prophesied lying dreams, declares Yahweh, and who recounted them and led my people astray by their lying and reckless boasting. Yet I did not send them, and I did not command them, and they do not furnish this people the slightest benefit, declares Yahweh. Dear friends, God did not send Sean Bowles to be any kind of prophetic voice for him. If anything, Sean Bowles is, and others like him in the Word Faith, New Apostolic Reformation movement, charismatic movement, if anything, these false teachers are in and of themselves part of God's judgment. But for the Christian, they do not provide you the slightest benefit. Okay, dear ones, thank you very much for joining me. And uh, please do pray for me. I am recording this. Actually, several days have passed since I, the intro. But um, August 22nd, and Lord willing, tomorrow I will be on my way to Brazil. I'll be preaching at a conference in Brazil. Um, Paul Washer and Steve Lawson and Josh Bice will also be preaching with me. I'm expecting about 2,000 people there. And I'm supposed to teach on Roman Catholicism and the heresies of that movement. So uh, please do pray for us uh, in our travels, in our preaching, that Christ would be honored, the saints would be edified, encouraged, and equipped. All for the glory of Christ. Thank you so much. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.